With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Nita Thayer. Is that correct, Thayer? Anita Thayer. Right. Thayer. And um, Anita is going to talk about the decision of the Working Family Party not to endorse Kathy Sheehan. But before we get started talking about that, give us a little history of um, the Working Family Party. How long has it been in existence? So the Working Families Party has been in existence for 30 or 35 years in New York State. Um, and it started in New York State. And then over the past four or five years, we've expanded into about 15 other states. So Mm -hmm. we are becoming a national presence. Um, you know, the, the, after, after the uh, general election in November, a number of third parties what was um, disqualified. Eliminated. Right. Eliminated. That's a great word. And um, I know the Green Party has been, and, you know, it's a monumental task for them to get back to get ballot status again. So is the Working Family Party, have they encountered um, any difficulties in ballot access? And we, I mean, we believe that the governor um, promoted the new ballot access rules that makes it harder for parties to qualify because uh, he was hoping to get rid of our party, Working Families Party, but we put Mm -hmm. a lot of effort and energy into telling more and more people about the Working Families Party. And in November uh, of last year, we had like unprecedented number of people voting on our line. Um, So I sort of think the strategy backfired in terms of the Working Families Party because really what the ballot access, what the increased rules did is really make us stronger and more well-known as a political party. So the other parties that were eliminated, if they had used the same, you know, tactics as you guys did, then they they would still have ballot access right now. Would you agree with that? Well, I think each party has its own political, you know, its own challenge, had its own Mm -hmm. challenge. So, um, like, where we are a political party, the Working Families Party, that believes in fusion voting, which means that we um, sometimes, or more than sometimes, often put uh, endorse candidates who are running on a major party. We endorse them and put them on our line. So mm-hmm. um, the ballot access rules favored parties that believe in fusion voting and disfavored um, parties that want to run a candidate 
like an independent candidate that's not also endorsed by other political parties. Mm-hmm. So the Working Family Party, does it have a huge presence in Albany County? Well, the Working Families Party, I mean, there's there's different ways of measuring the strength of a political party. And one of the ways we measure our strength is by looking at how many people voted on our line because many more people than our members and registrants vote on our line in November. So that really is the measure of the strength that we look at. And, like, I think in the November election last year, like 6%, uh, between 5 and 6% of the voters that voted in the presidential race last year in Albany County voted on the Working Families Party line. So, you know, that makes us a minor party, but a significant minor party. So um, this week starts petitioning for the ballot. How many right, signatures? March right. Does the um, a candidate have to, the, the uh, candidate of the ballot access thing has modified this year because of COVID. Um, right. How, how many signatures? So, so each each candidate like needs, you know, if they're endorsed by a political party, they need one and a half percent of the enrolled voters in their party in their jurisdiction. So, like in the sixth ward of the city of Albany, where there's maybe twenty WFP registrants um, to qualify, we. We we really just need one signature, but we'll probably make sure we get more than one signature. So it's mm-hmm, a relatively mm-hmm. small number, but in Rensselaer County, we have many more registrants, uh, WC registrants, so the numbers are much higher. So it's one <laughs> one and a half percent is what okay. the, the COVID rule is, which makes it much easier. Although, you know, there are people that argue that there shouldn't be any petitioning this year because, you know, because of COVID and you have to go, you have to go knock on people's doors and hand them a right. petition to get your signatures. So. How do you feel about but, that? You know, well, I mean, WF, I mean, WFP, we have, you know, we tell our petitioners to wear masks, um, to be, you know, not to go inside a home, you know, to hand the clipboard, some of our petitioners will carry a multitude of pens so people don't have to give their pens back. I mean, we, we try to be do the petitioning process and be as safe as we can, both for the voter and for the, our petitioners. There's a lawyer in New York City who uh, filed a lawsuit against, you know, face-to-face petitioning this year, and that lawyer, your lost yesterday there were a hundred people on on the suit including Jamani Williams so that was a big disappointment that that sure. has failed you know so um last year with about... school board oh, okay yeah, last ahead. year with school board elections the um there was an executive order that eliminated petitioning completely so that candidates for school board simply had to affirm they were a candidate, didn't have to collect signatures, and that's the model that could have been followed statewide had that lawsuit been successful. 
Right, right. Um, so let's talk about the city of Albany. Who, sure. What candidates are the working family parties endorsing this year? So we are we endorsed um, Coriolis, Darius Shonifer, Dorothea Clear mm-hmm. uh, in terms of our citywide races. We mm-hmm. endorsed um, we endorsed some incumbents, Sonia Frederick in the first ward, Alfreda Ballerin in in the eleventh mm-hmm. ward, Tom Hoey in the fifteenth ward, um, Derek Johnson in the second ward. And then we endorsed some challengers. Um, Wilbur Lawson, uh, who's known as Decky in the fifth ward, Gabrielle Romero in the sixth ward, Violetta De Rosa in the seventh ward, Megan Keegan in the ninth ward, and Deborah Zayner, Zamer in the fourteenth ward. Wow. So, and 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 usually does the working family party make a big difference? Come the general election, in your opinion, what it it depends on the jurisdiction. Like in Rensselaer County, where there's only slightly more Democrats than Republicans, the Working Families Party line makes a big difference. In the city of Albany, where almost everyone is a Democrat, um, we and there's a lot of Democratic primaries that decide really who the candidate's going to be because we don't have Republicans mm-hmm. in the city of Albany. So um, the role that the Working Family Party plays is the support we give our candidate in the Democratic primary process. So it's important, um, not so much for the ballot line, but for our volunteers and resources. And because it's it's a way of um, telling the voters what the candidate stands for. So you vote, uh, you endorsed all, most of the citywide candidates except Kathy Sheehan. And when I read the paper, I was a little bit surprised about that. What's the reasoning that you guys didn't endorse the mayor? So, I mean, you you have to sort of earn our endorsement. And we believe that one of the current issues that's most important to our members and to City of Albany is the issue of police accountability. And mm-hmm. we think that's a key issue at this time and going forward. And our position is that uh, Mayor Sheehan hasn't provided the kind of leadership that's required on this critical issue. We know she's interested in changing the Albany Police Department, but we just haven't seen the leadership. Um, We had tear gas used on city residents this summer. The lead program is in shambles. Uh, A young man was shot in the back and paralyzed um, a couple years ago, and there's been no sort of community conversation. So we feel there's not a good, there hasn't been accountability on police reform issues facing the city. And, and, and we're not saying that she hasn't done other good things. She's, um, there have been many, many issues which she's provided excellent leadership on, but on the critical issue of police accountability, we, 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 don't, we don't agree that she's provided the leadership that the city needs on this crucial issue. So um, 
you have not endorsed any of the other candidates running for mayor? Uh, no, what, we we decided we decided we're going to stay out of the race for mayor. Okay. So uh, go ahead. No, I mean, I'm I'm not sure any of the other candidates are viable. They may have good ideas that contribute to discussion of important matters, but we have decided we're not really we're not opposed to the mayor. We just don't think she's earned our endorsement. How about uh, the first and second time she ran? Did did the uh, Working Family Party endorse Kathy? Right. We were we endorsed her the first two times she ran, and we were very enthusiastic about that. Okay. So when did you guys start deciding this was not the year that you would endorse her? So we have a process that, like, applies to all candidates. Um, There is a lengthy questionnaire that is available online um, on the State Working Families Party website for candidates to complete. And it's the same questionnaire all across New York State for local candidates. So we started, that questionnaire went, was, went live in early December, and people started filling it out, and they're still filling it out, really, until last week. Um, so that's a sort of a continuous recruitment opportunity for candidates. If they fill out the questionnaire, then we schedule an interview with the candidates with a panel of members. And the members make a recommendation then we have a chapter meeting. The chapter meeting reviews the recommendations. Then the recommendations go to a regional council. And mm-hmm. then finally, the recommendations are reviewed by the state officers of the Working Families Party. So uh, it's rather an elaborate procedure, but it's really a member-driven procedure process. Okay. It, um, as far as challenge challengers are concerned is Coriolis facing the primary challenge as far as I mean as far as I know the other three citywide um, candidates that are all incumbents are not facing challenges as far as I know Darius Shonifer Dorothea Pleers and uh, Coriolis okay so if they are not facing a challenge and there's nobody on the Republican side uh, to challenge them for the general, how important then is an endorsement from a third party? I mean, it's really up for the candidate to figure that out, right? I mean, if they're a progressive candidate, uh, some candidates believe it's important. One important way to show that is to have the endorsement of the Working Families Party. Candidates have political futures, and even though they don't have um, an opponent at the moment, they may have an opponent down the road for another office or the same office. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I think it's important. In the Working Families Party, you know, we we believe in a set of issues, and we like to see Candidates that agree with us appear on our ballot line and and be supported by our members and people across the voting population. 
Okay, uh, that's a good point you just read. What is the criteria besides police, uh, the police issue? What's the criteria for getting the support of the Working Family Party? Well, I mean, um, sometimes we ask candidates about local issues. We ask them, and which is different, like the local issues in the city of Albany may be different than the local issues in the town of Rotterdam. And we're, we, do, we do interviews for candidates all across the Capital District. So, um, you know, for the city of Albany, candidates were asked about um, whether, and really for most of our candidates, whether, I mean, we have a program as a Working Families Party to make the wealth, make wealthy New Yorkers share, make, make well, excuse me, make wealthy New Yorkers pay their fair share. And we've mm-hmm. got a legislative package before the, you know, before the New York State Legislature. So we're looking for candidates that will be willing to help us with that. Um, we are looking for candidates that believe in tenant justice, climate change, climate justice, um, you know, fully funding our public schools, issues along that so, line. So a candidate has to adhere to all of your issues if they don't like if there's one or two that they don't agree with would you still consider an endorsement i mean we 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 um we evaluate candidates as a whole so we're interested in their political um beliefs we're interested in how they're going to address specific issues in their town or city we're interested in whether they're viable. We're interested in whether they're going to be able to take the job of being a candidate seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's really, it's a, it's, there's no absolute formula. It's a look at a whole variety of factors. So there's a number of Democrats that are vying for the position of mayor in Albany. Would you be surprised if there was an upset this year I I I don't think there's going to be my personally my personal opinion is I I think that Mayor Sheehan is going to be reelected I don't expect an upset Okay Okay That's just my personal opinion I mean everybody right. who like studies this stuff has their own opinion about what's going to happen right. in November and so you think lost, the, I would be surprised. I would be surprised if she lost. Okay. So um, at some point, if the mayor changed her decision on the police department in Albany, would you guys change your position and then endorse her? So, I mean... The basis of his, of us not endorsing her is really the question of leadership on these issues. So it's hard to know when there's a change. But like what I would say is that right now we're we have to decide in the same framework as the Democrats or the Republicans do. Like petitioning starts for everybody on Tuesday of next week. So we 
we, if we're going to put someone on our line as a WP candidate on the ballot line and they're going to appear in the ballot line in November, we have to make that decision. I mean, that decision is made at this point. So there is okay. a path of, I mean, sometimes we do like what we call an organizational endorsement the same way an advocacy, advocacy group would. And we like endorse candidates and we give them some maybe press attention, but they're not actually on our ballot line. So she's so, not going to be on our ballot line because that, that, that decision is like has to be made at this point. If she did something remarkable that really impressed us, we could um, indicate our support as or, an organization, but it wouldn't change the ballot lines that she appeared on in November. So the uh, petition pr- uh, process starts February, no, March, right? Right, March What's 2nd this year. March 2nd, Tuesday March of 2nd, March 2nd. Until, until, until I, I think the, I don't have the date in front of me. I think it's approximately the last day petitions can be filed is March 24th around that date. So that's been abbreviated also, right? Right. We lost two weeks of from the normal petitioning period. Okay. Now, has the Working Family Party gotten used to petitioning, you know, in the winter rather than in the summer? I don't know that you ever really get used to it, but, um, you know, this is the second time we've had to do it or maybe the third time. So we've we've survived other winters and we'll survive this one. Okay. Okay. And I'm sure and do people you... would still prefer to petition in right. April or May. Uh-huh. And do you but expect no one, no one asked us? Do you expect a lively a lively conversation amongst the candidates as issues are discussed this year? I mean, I think we have a number of really great common council candidates. There's going to be, it's because so many council members are retiring and not running for new terms. I think uh-huh. it's a very, I think the council races are very exciting for the city of Albany. And I think we'll see some differences in the fall in, in the tone and character of the common council. I think we'll have more diversity on the council than we've had, um, than we have at the moment. Um, I'm very excited for like what the future holds for the city of Albany in terms of the common council races. Oh, terrific. But as far as the candidates who are running for mayor, do you see lively discussions ensuing over the next couple of months? Or do you think it's a given... I think, I mean, personally, I believe that the mayor is going to be reelected, but I also think that depending on the candidates, there's certainly the possibility of a lot of discussion of city issues, which I think is very healthy for the city. Mm-hmm. And for, and for the mayor, you know, it's healthy, it's healthy to have to be accountable to the voters. Now you, you, you run, run candidates, statewide, right? The Working Family Party does, yes. Okay, because there's some municipalities in which there is uh, term limits and 
some municipalities right. that aren't, like Troy has, you know, term limits. Would you like to see right. that in Albany too? Um, as a political party, we're we're not in favor of term limits. We believe the right thing to do when a when a candidate is running and he's not serving his constituents, he or she, that they should be voted out. I mean, I think there is a, a built-in term limits process in elections, especially local elections. So, mm-hmm. as a party, we're not we're not supportive of term limits. Okay. So, how many working family party members are there in the city of Albany? I mean, there are probably I don't know exactly. Um, maybe 150 WFP registrants, but but many more people will vote on our alliance than that in November. So, so if there's a 150 that in a candidate state needs one and a half percent, what would that be? Would that be 15 signatures, right? That it's one and a half, so it would be um, twenty. Can we do math? Yeah, yeah, it would be like twenty countywide. Okay. So we have just a few minutes left, Anita. If somebody wants to join your party or become active in your party, give us contact information so that people can contact you or the. The Working Family Party. So the best way to contact the Capital District Working Families Party is through our Facebook page, and the name of the Facebook page is Working Families Party Dash Capital District. And mm-hmm. so either people can post there or send us a message, and then we'll follow up with a phone call or email. Um, but that, or people can contact me directly, Anita Thayer, T H A Y E R. And my phone number is 518-791-9682. So either way is a good way to contact us. And um, we also have a a membership. uh, There's a membership opportunity through the New York State Working Families Party, and the link is on the webpage of the state party. You know, I really believe that, this might be a more exciting year than what people envision. So I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. I think it'll be terrific. And I am Great. so glad I'm so glad you took the time to be on focus on Albany. Um what's your title with the WFP? I so I am the secretary of the Capital District Working Families Party chapter. Okay. Now, is there a president, a vice president, or the the chair of the Capital District Working Families Party is Karen Sharf. Okay. And we're and there's a number of us who are members of the New York State Working Families Party State Committee, okay. which is the Great. entity that runs the organization statewide. Okay. So thank you, Anita. You've been listening to Anita Fair. Uh, I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany.
If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Anita, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much, Rosemary. Have have a great. Cynthia, everybody gets confused. It's Cynthia. (laughs) Right. I'm sorry. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. I'm sorry. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.